the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? It's Theological Thursday. We're going to talk about trusting God when life doesn't make sense. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me, your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, watching me on my socials, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Thanks a lot for tuning in. And then, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA 105.1 FM, right here out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of the DMV. That's D.C., Maryland, Virginia. Even parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. So thanks a lot for tuning in. And all around the world on WAVA.com. Well, this is a call-in talk show. And if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we kick the week off with Marriage Mondays. Then Tough Topic Tuesdays. Wisdom Wednesdays. Theological Thursdays. That's today. And then Open Phone in Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about tomorrow is fair game. On Saturday, we have a... A special weekend edition for you from 3 to 3.30. Make sure you tune in there. And, of course, if you're not tired of me by that time, sometimes I'm tired of me by that time, you can always hang out with me at Bridgeway Community Church. If you don't have a good church you're already a part of, just go to bridgeway.cc. If you want to get a hold of us, you can always go to andersonspeaks.com off the air and write us there, and we can connect on that. If you're watching online already, you see a handsome gentleman next to me who I'm going to introduce to you in just a moment. He's the author of a book called Even If, subtitle is Trusting God When Life Disappoints, Overwhelms, or Just Doesn't Make Sense. And so that's our topic today, trusting God when life doesn't make sense. How do you worship God even if life is going the way, not going the way you had hoped? How do you then uh, trust God? How do you worship God? How do you keep walking with him when you've been disappointed and hurt? Well, maybe you want to share your thoughts on that. Maybe you have questions about that. Maybe you're in that situation right now. You are welcome to call. You're welcome to hang out with us. Here's my phone number, 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. I'm going to open in a word of prayer. Then I'm going to introduce to you Pastor Mitchell Lee from Grace Community Church in Fulton, Maryland. But first, let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you that even when things don't make sense, uh, we know that you are in control. And we ask that you would give us extra grace today as we think about how to continue to worship you even when things don't go the way we had hoped. We, um, we commit today's show over to you now and our guests 
In Jesus' name, amen, amen. and amen. There are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to Gracism Global if you need some diversity, equity, inclusion consulting for your company, your organization, your church, your denomination, your college, whatever it is, go to gracismglobal.com. And there's a video series now that you can do in a small group, or you can do it with your, with your staff or with your employees. So check that out at gracismglobal.com. Dot com. Now, Pastor Mitchell Lee, who's sitting right next to me here in the studio. Pastor Mitchell, so good to see you. Thanks, D.A. Good to be with you. Yeah, it's always good to, to see you, my friend. Mitchell's the, uh, you know, pastor of Grace Community Church in Fulton, Maryland. And so if you're ever in the area, you want to check him out, you can check him out. Just Google Grace Community Church in Fulton, Maryland. He's also uh, an educated man. He's got his bachelor's in and linguistics from the University of Maryland, a Master's of Divinity from Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary, and a Master's of Arts in Biblical Exegesis from Wheaton College Graduate School. Uh, He joined Grace Community Church as a teaching pastor back in 2012, and now he he serves as the lead pastor ever since uh, August of 2016. And prior to Grace Community Church, he has served in a variety of church contexts, ranging from South Korea to Chicago to Maryland. And his passion is to be a bridge builder between generations and ethnicities, both in the United States and internationally through leadership development and church planting. But he also wrote a book. I have it in front of us right here. I'm holding it up, as you can see right here. It's called Even If, Even If. And, of course, that subtitle tells you everything you need to know, trusting God when life disappoints, overwhelms, it just doesn't make sense. Well, he's married. He has five children. I'm glad you're hanging out with me uh, today, Pastor Mitchell. Tell us, first of all, why did you write the book? Why did I write the book? Actually, this is a a message that came out of the furnace of my own life. Hmm. disappointments, uh, things that I thought were supposed to be a certain way, and, oh, this was God's will, and it didn't work out the way I thought it should. Hmm. And honestly, I didn't have an answer. Uh, I mean, really, the, the height of this came right when I was graduating from seminary, about to be launched into a pastoral ministry career, and I got fired from the church hmm. that I thought, and this was my home church, 20-plus years I'd served as a oh, wow. pastor, and I thought, Oh, this is where I'm going to lay down roots and serve for the rest of my days, and it was it, it was just I was in a daze, mm-hmm. and I looked around, and, and the more I heard from people, the less convincing their explanations were. Mm-hmm. So it felt like it was between this either this very simplistic, trite, oh well, God's got better things for you, and just kind of minimizing the disappointment, mm-hmm. or a hopelessness that said, oh my gosh, God has passed me by, I've I'm I'm forgotten, I'm forsaken, darkness is my only companion, that sort of thing. Mm. And it's when I stumbled upon this uh, passage in Daniel chapter three, uh, where these three young men, they declare their confidence and their resolve to worship God. Uh, that message has resonated with me. And then over the course of 20 years, it's just been marinating in my soul and my mm. life through various valleys, various furnaces since then. Uh, that's where the message came from. And I, I was like, man, one day I want to write this wow. and um, share this message out. Well, I'm sure there are a lot of people that can identify with uh, feeling like, you know, things weren't going the way that they had hoped they would go. But I think the idea of being fired from a church, I mean, that's got to that that's got to sting. Does that happen? Like, I mean, how if you're a Christian and they fire you and they let you go, does that somehow break your 
um, relationship with the church and with God, or do you just say it's it's broken with the church, but I'm still with God? Because it can go either way, can it? That's right. That's really insightful. I honestly, and especially if my if your identity is intertwined, yeah. which is it shouldn't be, but if it is, which is very natural, man, it was so hard to even pick up a Bible. It was yeah. so hard to like, like who am I? Hmm. Right? Where are you, God? And then imagine this, right? It happened right around graduation from seminary. Right. And what do these commencements, you know, like ceremonies look like? It's somebody standing up there saying, oh, God's going to do great things with your life. And, right. And you're there with a class of other pastors and missionaries, yeah. and they're all going places. And right. you're like, wait a second, the train left, and I'm still on the, the platform right. here. Right. Uh, it's very, very unsettling. Hmm. Turns your world upside down. And uh, I'm so grateful that the Lord, in his mercy... Uh, met me just like the way he met the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the furnace. How about that? Well, maybe uh, maybe you feel like the train has left the station. Maybe you feel like, you know what, uh, things didn't turn the direction that you wanted them to turn in. Maybe you have some church hurt. Maybe you're just trying to figure out, Lord, what am I supposed to do next? If that's you and you want to connect with us, feel free to give us a call. My phone number here in the studio is 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. You got Pastor Mitchell Lee, Dr. David Anderson hanging out with you today on Real Talk. We'll be right back. Have you ever listened to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and wondered how we come up with heartfelt discussions on Marriage Mondays? or engaging topics on Tough Topic Tuesdays. Well, our listeners are our inspiration. We would love to keep hearing from you. So if you have an idea for the show, let us know. Because comprehension begins with conversation. Send us your ideas by sending an email to info at andersonspeaks.com and join the conversation on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Do you need to be encouraged, or do you know someone that needs encouragement? Dr. David Anderson has compiled his sermon series, Be Encouraged, into a book which will be sure to encourage yourself and others. For a donation in any amount, we'll send you a signed copy of the book. To make your donation, visit andersonspeaks.com, click on the Donate button, and we'll send you your copy today. Best Buy waterproofing and Best Buy design build. So, who is this superhero guy flying over the neighborhood looking for leaky basements and leaky roofs to repair? Visit bestbuywaterproofing.com or call 844-980-3707-247 to see what heroic home repair services look like. Basement waterproofing, mold and mildew remediation, structural repair, foundation crack injection, sump pump system, roofing and gutters, siding and decks. So, you went to bestbuywaterproofing.com and called 844-980-3707. Who's the real hero now? You are. Under one roof, from one side to the other. Under one roof, from the inside out. We've got you covered from top to bottom. At Best Buy, your whole house is our business. Best Buy. Today is Theological Thursday. Join the conversation and call in at 888-432-7434. 
And now back to the show with your host, Dr. David Anderson. That's me, Dr. David Anderson, hanging out with Pastor Mitchell Lee. He's the pastor of Grace Community Church in Fulton, Maryland. He's also the author of this book called Even If, and the subtitles, Trusting God When Life Disappoints, Overwhelms, or Just Doesn't Make Sense. Make sure you pick it up. It's on Multnomah Press, and you can find it, I'm sure, anywhere where books are sold. And, you know, Pastor Mitchell Lee, you wrote this book uh, out of the own, as you say, the own furnace of of your life because you had really church hurt. You turned to God. He gave you encouragement to his word. Would you say that's one of the practical applications for somebody who may be going through uh, a difficult disappointment is to really turn to the scriptures? Turn to the scriptures. Uh, I, I would say do whatever you can to remember the goodness of God mm. in your life. Wow. The scriptures are going to speak of it. Uh, it's it's going to give you a larger data sample than your own life, which is so important. It's going to widen your perspective. But you, we got to remember the goodness of God. And the encouraging thing is actually God knows how prone we are to forget. Right. I mean, if you look in the, the some of the Old Testament commandments around these feasts, like he knew the Israelites were going to forget the story of redemption, what he did. So he's like, hey, I want you to remember yeah. And I know you're prone to forget, so I'm going to give you some food around mm. it, a right. meal, and then I want you to remember. And yeah. we, we, that's where we're co- constantly coming back to, remembering the goodness of God. Yeah, because we remember the hurt. We remember the disappointment. We remember how, we, how somebody made us feel. And so the discipline of remembering uh, the goodness of God can actually uh, bring some sort of uh, balance to that, can it? Yeah, absolutely. It, it tells us who we are. It reminds us of that. Uh, yeah, I've heard one person say, like, who you believe you are and what resources you believe you have available to you is going to dictate how you respond to every situation in life. Yeah. Well, listen, maybe you find yourself in a place where you're saying, what am I supposed to do when I feel that church hurt? Or what am I supposed to do when I just feel like um, life is not going the way I want it to go? Of course, you can pick up this book, Even If, uh, by uh, Pastor Mitchell Lee. Uh, but maybe you have a question for us and maybe you just want to join the conversation. So let me give you my number. It's 888-432-7434. If you're driving and trying to remember that number, just remember the word bridge. You're probably driving over one now. Somebody is, right? 888-43-BRIDGE. Well, Pastor uh, Mitchell Lee, would you mind us going to the phone line, kicking a couple of phone calls? Not at all. Why don't we kick it off with Tony, who's on the line from Solomon's Island, Maryland. Hello, Mr. Tony. How are you today? Yes, how you doing, Dr. Anderson? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging out with me. And Pastor <laughs> Lee, what are you thinking? Um, I'm just, you know, I just have went through some rough times uh, that it was just shook my world. Um, and, you know, I, I, thought I, I thought everything was on track, but uh, the Lord, um, uh, I, don't, I don't know, just everything just changed. And I've always, you know, always prayed and um, give thanks to the Lord for even the rough times. But I just was just confused when this happened, uh, basically, um, um, just to be, uh, you know, going through a uh, rough, rough patch right now. Um, what going happened? through a divorce. Okay, divorce. It just, it just, yeah. I'm sorry to and hear it. it. And it just came as like all of a like it came as all of a sudden, you know, and it was just, but the thing is, is that it's like, I, I kind of had signs before, like this was right. going to, you know, not end the way I thought, but for some reason, it's just like, I still was just like, you know, I still trusted in God, you know, I was sure. just saying that, you know, Lord is going to work it out. 
And um, so Tony, let me then, add, let me ask know, you: Did when you, I, when I, did your wife just come to you and say she wanted a divorce? Is like, is is this surprising to you, or has it been going on this way for a while, and now it's just kind of coming to an end? Um, it's been it was it's been you know a, a process. Um, this is a short marriage. It was in the process of like just not agreeing and stuff with things, but you know I was just giving it, you know, as far as in faith that you know you just work through the, you know, uh, disagreements as well. You know, it was right. just, just disagreements, you know, we yeah, don't see, you didn't see eye to eye, but, you know, it's just the, you know, I, I believe that the Lord, um, you know, the Lord loves marriage and doesn't you know, sure. look at um, it as when you going through rough patches, you work through them together, you know, but yeah. So what I'm yeah, hearing is that you don't want to get a divorce. Is that, is that what I'm hearing, Tony? Oh no, I didn't. No, I don't want to. No, I don't want to get a divorce. But Got it. I, you know, I can't make someone stay in a relationship. So. No, you can't. Has she already filed? Yes. Okay. And and have you signed it? No, no, not yet. Mm -hmm. It's still like in the process of everything. Understood. Yeah. Understood. Well, let's turn to Pastor Mitchell Lee for a second. You know, as a pastor, we see these kind of things happen. It's not always easy. Mm -hmm. What kind of encouragement do you have for Tony from Solomon's Island, Maryland? Man, Tony, I'm, I'm, yeah, my heart's heavy for you, brother. Um, that sort of dream that dies of divorce that you're going through, you're going to go through, you're going through, you have been, it sounds like, a, a real season of grief and loss in that. And I want to encourage you, if, if, if there's an even-if declaration that's rising in your heart, I want to just make sure you understand even if is not the same thing as even so, like a, like a passive, like I don't really care. So well, even so, I'm going to go on with my life. Even if is that resolve of saying, like, I know God is good and is able. He can work in my marriage. But even if he doesn't, even if it ends this way, God, I'm going to worship you. I'm going to worship you. I'm going to open myself up to what is it that you have for me? What is it that you want to show me about me, about you? And I will worship you in the midst of it. And that sort of resolve, that sort of declaration, um, brother, I'm praying that for you, mm. that, uh, that that the Lord would give you that kind of resolve and that kind of trust in in his goodness. Listen, what I'm saying, Tony, is not, oh, don't worry, it's going to work out all good and everything. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, man, the Lord is going to be good to you as you are walking through it. And I pray that you would receive and experience his goodness even in the midst of this furnace of your life. Is that encouraging to you, Tony? Yes, Amen. it is. Thank you very much. I just, I love listening to your show and it's just, you know, it's encouraging. It's just, every time I get in it, it just so happens I always catch when I get in the car and I get in the car and I catch and I'm like, wow, it's like, it always speaks to me. So uh, thank you very much. Man, I'm so grateful for that timing. The Lord is in control of all of it. Do you mind if we say a prayer for you before we will let you go? Yes, please. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we lift up Tony right now. We pray for him and his wife. And, Lord, we declare that uh, this turnaround can happen, and we're just asking that you would give Tony the desires of his heart to love his wife the way you love the church. We can't make his wife turn, and we don't know all the details, but we're asking God that by the power of your Holy Spirit, if forgiveness and repentance can turn this thing around, we ask, Lord, that you would uh, make that happen and that you'd start to even work in his wife's heart even now. So we won't declare that it's over, but we walk by faith and hope that it won't be. But even if it is, like Pastor Mitchell Lee said, we ask God that my brother would stand firm and worship you anyway. For it is in the name of Jesus we pray. 
together, everyone said. Amen. amen. And amen. God bless you, Tony. Thank you. Thank you very much. You got it now. Well, let's move on over to Prince George's County, Maryland. Talk to Regina, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Regina. Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Hi, Dr. David Anderson. I'm doing pretty well. Thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. What's going on with you? Um, I've gone through uh, a couple of traumas and um, several health issues and I think I've lost my faith mm. and um, I'm just looking for some insight and maybe some direction and some encouragement. Well, first of all, I'm so glad that you called and reached out. See, that's an act of faith right mm-hmm. there, by the way, Miss Regina. So I don't think you've lost your faith completely. I think you're just kind of hanging on saying, Lord, help me right now. <laughs> and so we're here and God brought us together. Pastor Mitchell Lee, when you hear someone like Regina say, you know, I think I'm losing my faith. Things are tough. How can we bring be an encouragement to her? Uh, Miss Regina, I want to uh, point you to actually the biblical story where Edenith comes from. In Daniel chapter 3, there's these three young men. They're standing before the most powerful man on the planet, King Nebuchadnezzar. And he says to them, if you don't bow down to the idol, my statue, then I'm going to throw you in this fire. And they say... They refuse. They refuse the most powerful man. They said, listen, our God can save us, but even if he doesn't, we're not going to worship this idol. We're not going to worship anyone else. The reason I point you to that story is because sometimes when it's a Bible story, we can just say, of course, that makes sense. But I want you to just put yourself in the shoes of these three young men. The way they got to Babylon standing before King Nebuchadnezzar is because God handed over the city of Jerusalem to Babylon. Uh, they were, in all, in essence, trafficked out of Jerusalem to Babylon, given new names, acculturated, totally assimilated in. If anybody had reason for to say, well, shit, this God can't save us, it would be these three young men. They look at their lives, and they've got, they're looking back, and they're saying, what, what just happened here? And yet they have this resolve. And so it makes me ask, it's like, where did that resolve come from? They increased their, their data sample. They went even probably beyond their own lives. Maybe they thought about uh, uh, when um, uh, the Assyrians came and God delivered. Maybe they went all the way back to the Exodus, the way God saved and delivered. But for us, I, d- I don't know the, the particular traumas, I, the, the, the health uh, things that you're facing, Miss Regina, but I don't want to minimize them. They are probably really significant and hard. Uh, I want to encourage you, though, that your God has not forgotten you. Mm that your God sees you. And I, I think that maybe you needed to hear that today. That's why even you're calling. Uh, you're not just turning a deaf ear or, or just kind of closing off your heart, but there, I get the sense there's a lot of pain and disappointment. That has come your way, that you are still in the midst of. And I want to tell you that the Lord, he may not spare you from the furnace, but we see from Daniel 3 that he actually does walk with us in it, in that mm-hmm. valley. Uh, as we're in the midst of it. He has not forgotten you. He is near. Mr. Gina, he's not forgotten you. He is near. He's walking with you. How do you need the Lord to walk with you right now? If you could say, God, I need you to walk with me right now. How would you need him to walk with you, Regina? To send my family to support me. Mm. So you want him to encourage your family to be a support to you, why? What do they need to support you in? My health issues. 
Mm-hmm. And the fact that I feel that it's tough, the fact that I don't have, you know, a husband, a best friend to walk with me just a little more time, I guess. Mm-hmm. Are, are you lo- are you lonely? Know. No. I don't feel lonely. Okay. You just feel like you need some love and companionship from people in your family, and they are not extending that to you, right? Yes. Well, guess what? Right now, we're going to be your family. We're extending a big hug to you through the radio, if that's even possible. You got two brothers who are pastors here. So we're we're giving you a brother hug, okay, Regina? Thank you. And I'm I receive it. Receive it. Receive it because it's here. And guess what? It's not just us two. It's maybe 300,000 other people, okay? <laughs> so they're hearing this. They're, they're praying with you. Your whole spirit is going to change now because God's reminding you you are not alone, and we are right there with you, right in your house, okay? Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. God bless you. We're going to run to this commercial break. Before we do, Lord, we just lift our sister Regina up. We pray that she feels the presence and the companionship of your Holy Spirit, even through the church, through this technology. In Jesus' name, amen. Get ready for an unforgettable night of laughter with the hilarious comedy of Jeff Allen. Teenagers. But I believe personally teenagers are God's revenge on mankind. Don't miss your chance to see Jeff Allen's Are We There Yet? comedy tour when it makes its stop in the DMV. One day, God was looking down over his creation and just said, let's see how they like it to create someone of their own image who denies their existence. WAVA presents Jeff Allen, Saturday, December 9th at Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. I have read the Bible more than once, cover to cover, and it never says how old the devil was when he rejected God's authority. My guest, 16. Save $10 per ticket by going to WAVA.com right now to secure your seats. Devil got his driver's license and drove to Georgia. That's all I know. Don't miss comedian Jeff Allen, Saturday, December 9th at Grace Church. Get your tickets now at WAVA.com. That's WAVA.com. More than 1 million Virginians are on their own when it comes to saving for retirement. But now there is a new program to help close the gap and improve financial security for workers across the Commonwealth. Retire Path Virginia is a simple, hassle-free solution for employers and an easy and automatic way for employees to save for the future. To learn more, visit retirepathva.com. That's retirepathva.com. Sponsored by Virginia 529. Don't miss Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee. Monday through Friday at 5.30 a.m. right here on WAVA. Everyone deserves a good story. That's why Family Fiction is devoted to compiling and celebrating Christian stories of all kinds with a newsletter, digital magazine, and updates. Find it all at FamilyFiction.com. More than a 1,000 chapters and 30,000 verses, but you can do it. Read the entire Bible with Bible in a Year, totally interactive, totally free at BibleStudyTools.com. Sorry, News. Donald Trump's indictment proves that saving America is not going to be easy. There are entrenched powers that are fighting this with everything they've got. They want to keep control over the country, the narrative, and the nation's money supply. Hi, I'm Lance Wall now. I'm a news analyst, a Christian author, and evangelical leader. I speak to millions of people every week, people just like you. 
You see, what the elites are doing is using inflation and government handouts and now central bank digital currencies to determine how they're going to control America. And that's why I recommend all Christians start a gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group, because physical precious metals are one of the few ways you can maintain control over your own savings. To get a free info kit on gold IRAs, text the word FAITH to 989898. Birch Gold Group is the only gold company I trust. Get their free info kit and you'll see why a gold IRA can help you. There are no strings attached. Text the word FAITH to 989898 and you're going to be blessed by taking action right This is Andrew A. Altman, Sr., owner of Best Buy Waterproofing, and you're listening to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to the second half of the show. If you're just joining us, it's Theological Thursday. We're talking about the theology of trusting God when life just doesn't make sense. And how do you worship God even if things aren't going the way you had hoped them to go? Well, I have the author of the book, even if that's the book and the subtitle is trusting God when life disappoints, overwhelms, or just doesn't make sense. His name is pastor Lee Mitchell. He's the pastor of grace community church in Fulton, Maryland. He's a friend and uh, he is spending some, some time with us on this theological Thursday to help be an encouragement to you. And, you know, pastor Lee, pastor Mitchell Lee as a Korean American, what has been, um, What's it been like pastoring a multi-ethnic church? I know I'm pastoring when I started. You took over one. Uh, what's that like? Refining. <laughs> Refining. Uh, the Lord has been doing a great work in me. Yeah. Um, and both as a Korean American and as a Christian and as a pastor. And this, I, can't, I couldn't ask for a, uh, I'm just super grateful for the Congregation of Grace Community Church. They've been so patient. They've been so re- kind, and we've been growing together. You know, and you know they say like uh, it takes a village to raise a Christian. Yeah, I think it does take a church to raise a pastor, and it does take mm. a bunch a church to raise a Christian. Yeah, and how about that? So I'm really grateful. Well, uh, throughout your book, you bring up many examples about your experience as a child of Korean immigrants. Uh, can you talk about how these experiences shaped you or have uh, enhanced your truths with regard to Christianity? Yeah, you know, um, being the, you know, I was a latchkey kid, which means that my parents were working and I get home from school, let myself in, take care of my sister. Just there was so much in the uh, the immigrant experience, especially as I, I grew up, mm. in which if God doesn't move, we got no food on the table. Mm-hmm. If God doesn't work, we don't have a place to live. Like there was just such a, a, a belief. My parents just modeled it in imperfect ways, but I think that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Uh, just a trust in the goodness of God sure. and that they weren't going to uh, depart. They're, they weren't going to forsake the Lord who would never forsake them. They weren't going to forsake the Lord based on if something worked or didn't work. They were just, oh, my gosh. And then my parents were just faithful at that. Mm. But then I also remember seeing the generation, their generation in our church around just living out this faith, trying to take a step and figuring out, okay, God, what's the next step after that? What's the next step after that? Mm. And uh, it's just left a mark on me. Actually, I didn't realize how much of a mark on on me and an imprint through this book yeah. that journey was until actually someone pointed out and said, gosh, you speak so much about the immigrant experience in this even if journey i said yeah wow yeah and it makes total sense for me because your faith is hanging on the goodness of god 
even if it doesn't show up in ways that you would expect, you're still trusting in the goodness of God. Well, and that story is an immigrant story that you are writing about as well, right, with Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I mean, in a sense, they've had, they migrated out of where they were, if they had to, displaced, if you will, yeah. and sent away. And so I guess there's a connection there. Is there a big, a big gap between the first, second generation? Do you stand in between that? Is there a bridge that needs to be built there when it comes to first, second re- generation Asian or Korean? I think a lot of that is actually coming to the light. It's a great question. Uh, I know many colleagues of mine who are Korean Americans. They've, uh, you know, many of like, you know, I'm fed up with the Korean church. I'm going someplace else. I'm going to, you know, um, break out some new ground and new land. But I'm also seeing a, a sort of resurgence amongst uh, Korean American pastors saying, no, th- there's a there's a beauty in the Asian American church that mm-hmm. we've got to uh, reclaim. So. Um, there's a lot of that sort of conversation happening, mutual understanding. Um, as I'm a second-gen person, as we are becoming, quote-unquote, adults, uh, mm-hmm. learning to find our voice in that and what not just what contribution we make to the Korean church, but actually to the larger church, which is where you and I share such a uh, passion for that multi-ethnic, multicultural expression right, right. of the local church. If you want to join the conversation, our number is 888 888- Four three bridge. If you find yourself disappointed or hurt, and you want to know, you know, how can I worship God? How can I hang in there, even when things don't go the way I hoped they would go? Uh, we want to be an encouragement to you today. So give us a call eight 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 four three bridge. I have with me the author of the book Even If Trusting God When Life Disappoints, Overwhelms, or Just Doesn't Make Sense. Pastor Mitchell Lee, would you like to? Go back to the phone lines for a minute. Yeah, let's do that. All right, let's do it. Let's go to John Bosco. He's in Largo, Maryland. Hello, Mr. Bosco. It's Dr. Anderson here and Pastor Lee. How can I serve you today? Oh, nice speaking with you, Dr. Anderson. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, sir. What are you thinking? Yeah, talking about trusting God in moments of trial and difficulty when life doesn't make sense. I think one of the key things to note here is for someone to develop a very strong relationship with God Almighty, mm-hmm. because the fact remains, difficulty and trials are part of life. Right. And they, they do come to us at different times of our life. Yes. But how we handle them, how we handle them matters a lot. Uh, we take a clue from the experiences of Job. Right. Despite what he went through, because of his relationship with God, he trusted God all the way, and God brought him out of that uh, situation. We also look at uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Right. They went through the they went through the fire, but they trust God to the extent that yep. they made up their mind, even if God didn't deliver them, they were not going to bow, uh, bow down to the idol. Right, and which is because of your, which was the whole your, which was the okay. whole point of this book. Even if trusting God when life disappoints, overwhelms, or just doesn't make sense, and so that's the the real point of this book. I'm glad you reiterated uh, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Thank you, John Bosco from Largo, Maryland. When I get back, we'll take your calls. We'll continue to talk with Pastor Mitchell Lee. If you need some encouragement, you need some prayer. If life has turned, taken a turn and you just need somebody to stand with you, we're here. We'll be right back.
anything like me, you see all the division and hostility in the world, and you know that if you just had the right tools, you could make a difference. You could help bring some healing. You could be a bridge builder. Guided by Dr. David Anderson and the Gracism Global Team, I learned how to live and lead by becoming a positive solution in a world that's dealing with such negative problems. I went from feeling overwhelmed to being empowered, from being a bystander to becoming a bridge builder. Dr. Anderson has taken the principles of Gracism around the world, helping corporations, ministries, nonprofits, and government leaders grow in their ability to bridge the deepest divide of color, class, and culture. Through Gracism Global's coaching and certifications, you can gain the confidence and skills to bring change right where you are. Whether for you or your whole organization, we're here to help you bring the power of Gracism into your life and leadership today. Visit GracismGlobal.com and join us on this transformative journey. We're not just fighting against racism, we're building a world of Gracism. Have you ever driven through your neighborhood and saw that neighbors had their grass that was way too long? They had all kinds of clovers in the grass and you're wishing as you drive silently, I wish they would mow their lawn. Well, guess what? Why don't you get them a gift? <laughs> Call Laser Landscaping and let them cut the lawn for your neighbors. Go to Laser with a Z Landscaping LLC on Facebook or give them a call if you want them to beautify your lawn. 240-516-4967 for those who live in the Prince George's County and surrounding areas. Their number once again, 240-516-4967. It's Laser Landscaping or just ask for the owner, Fidel. And make sure you tell Fidel that Dr. Anderson sent you. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 3 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers for this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 3 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Pastor Mitchell Lee. He's hanging out with me. He is the pastor, lead pastor of Grace Community Church in Fulton, Maryland. Uh, before we continue on with your book, Even If, which is which is a fantastic book. It's on Multnomah. It's the subtitle that gets you, friends. Trusting God when life disappoints, overwhelms, or just doesn't make sense. But before we go back to that, Pastor Mitchell Lee, tell us a little bit about your church, Grace Community Church. Maybe people want to check it out. They want to Google it. They want to visit sometime. Tell us about Grace Community Church. Sure. We're in Fulton, Maryland, uh, kind of at the scene between Howard County and Montgomery County. Uh, we have been around for, it'll be 40 years next year, so that makes us in church history terms uh, a pre-adolescent as we're coming into it. We are a multi-ethnic church deeply rooted in the love of Jesus, uh, really intent on making disciples who transform our communities and the nations. Uh, we are a very welcoming place, and we're very intergenerational. 
And uh, like I said, I think our mandate says we're a multi-ethnic church. Mm, do you have uh, children's ministries and youth ministries, things of that sort? Yeah, we've got it from uh, top to bottom, uh, from our, our the youngest of us to the oldest oldest of us. We got our seniors, and we've we've got we love family ministries, uh, and uh, we really want to make disciples of every nation and all the generations. How about that? Are you preaching this week by chance? I am preaching this week. We are in a series on First John, going section by section, and I'll be covering First John chapter three, verse ten to twenty-four this Excellent. Sunday. And what's that about? That is about how we love one another. Oh, look at that! Right, and uh, how we don't close our hearts to one another, but that we meet one another's needs by laying our lives down and in our generous giving towards one another. Man, that sounds pretty good. If people want to check you out, uh, do you have a website? Yeah, they can go to mitchelllee.com. They can also go to grace.community, and all our sermons and all the kind of writings are on there as well. Grace.community. Grace.community. Uh, that's it. Grace.community. Yep. All right, so there you have it, friends, if you want to check them out. If it's mitchellee.com, you spell Mitchell and uh, Lee. Mitchell only has one, one L, L and not two. That's there right. There you go. So mitchellee.com. Check them out. Can they get the book on your mitchellee.com website as they well? They can. They can get it on Amazon as well and Barnes & Noble. You can get it as an ebook. You can also get it as an audio book. If you can't get enough of my voice, you can, <laughs> you can, mine can be the last one you listen to as you go to bed or you as go. you're working out. There you go. <laughs> well, our number here is 888-43-BRIDGE, 888-432-7434. So your book really is talking about even if things don't go the way you want them to, still trust God, still remember his goodness, still hang on to your faith. There's a lot of people that lose faith. Uh, and like one of our callers earlier, there are a lot of people who are out there, they call them de-churched. What does de-churched mean, Pastor? Oh, it might be somebody who has a church background, maybe church hurt. Maybe they're, they're in the process of deconstructing their faith. Uh, maybe they did. They just had it, but they're not willing to let go of their their spiritual anchors, right? Mm -hmm. So you hear, "Oh, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual." Mm -hmm. That that group, I think, you know, Dr. Anderson, you and I were talking about this before we went on the air. I think that group's going to grow and grow and grow and grow. Right. Um, in the Asian American uh, uh, context, especially East Asian, like uh, Korean American, Chinese American. Uh, we've actually seen a lot of that, the, the mm. de-churched folks. We were all sent to church. We all grew up in church, and we, we quote-unquote, outgrew it or got tired of it. Gotcha. And so when you outgrow, get tired of it, you just stop going. You just stop going. But it doesn't mean you necessarily aren't a believer anymore, but you're just not really active and connected with other believers in a church setting. Is that right? Yeah. And, but then, you know, we, we've seen it. it. It has a tendency to creep. You begin to – your life doesn't look any different than those who are unchurched. Yeah. Right? You just have different backgrounds. You say, yeah, I've been there, I've seen that. Um, but your life doesn't look any different as an unchurched person. But that's a, it's going to be a growing population. Do you think COVID helped move people in this direction as oh, well? Oh, man, yeah, yeah. First, at first it was like, well, I'm just going to worship in my pajamas with my cup of coffee in my living room. And then it's like, oh, I don't really need to listen to that. Oh, maybe I'll listen to the message. Uh, I'll miss it. And then more and more and more and more and more, I just found better things to do. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So then what is the sort of the counter if, if you will? So even if means I'm going to trust and depend on God anyway, what's counter to that? Yeah, so the, the latter half of the book, I didn't want to just leave this as a generic cliche. Oh, just, just declare your resolve in the goodness of God and even if you're going to worship him. 
I began to really work this out. What does this look like in the street? Like, what gets in the way of me declaring even if? And I just call them counter ifs. And there's at least three. One is the, the counter if of conditionals. We get to a place where we say, only if God does X, Y, and Z in the way that I want him to, in the time and season that I want him to, will I worship him. And we've got to, if we really want to declare even if of that, we've got to identify, name, bring those to the surface, what our counter, uh, our, our conditionals are. Or some of us are just trapped in regre uh, regrets. We're imagining a life we should have lived, and we say, if only. So instead of saying only if, we say, if only this were the case, or mm -hmm. if only that. And we compare ourselves to this false version of us that doesn't exist. I'll talk a little bit about that. The third one I talk about is our contingencies, our what-ifs. We try so hard to plan out our lives, our five-year plan, our five-day plan, and um, build it around so that God can't possibly fail us. And we say, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if. Mm. And it actually keeps us stuck. It paralyzes us. We can't take a step because we need to guarantee that it's going to turn out the way we want. Can you imagine if we mm. would say, even if, God, I'm going to attempt this for you. I'm going to attempt to step out in this way. And even if it doesn't work out, I'm still going to worship you. It leads us to a life of actually taking good risks for the kingdom, a mm. faith-filled life that expresses itself in the way we show up, in the, in, the, in the places that we're present, the places that we remove ourselves from. This is how an even-if life gets uh, lived out on the street. But these counter-ifs are really about us controlling the narrative instead of God, isn't it? Yes, and they can start in very sincere places. Uh, how many times <laughs> does a person say, oh, gosh, if only the Lord would heal and move in this way? And it's very sincere. And with a long period of time and maybe a, a, the, a lack of the answer we want, it becomes hardened mm. into an only if you do this, God. Only mm. if you allow my kid to turn back to you, am I going to continue to worship you? Yeah. And they're very subtle. So how do you protect against disillusionment then? That's, that's so hard, right? I mean, we look at the, we name it. We can name actually our disappointments. Mm -hmm. I think that's so important uh, if, if on Theological Thursday. When was the last time you named a disappointment? Mm. God, this didn't go the way I want. Uh, it's the discipline of lament. Uh, uh, we have a whole book in the Bible called Lamentations where Jeremiah is looking upon the, the ruin of his city and he's saying, what happened? Well, how did this happen? And then he says, yet, yet, I will still worship you. We'll still, I will still praise you. Without even using those terms, the two words, even if, we see this theme reverberating through the scriptures. Even Jesus in the garden. How does he not face disillusionment? I mean, he's, gosh, if this, pa if this uh, cup can pass, Lord, mm, mm. let it pass. Father, yeah. if it can pass, yet, not what I will, but what you will. Do you hear that even if uh, reverberating through that, even without mm -hmm. those two words, and, and he's continuing to trust. So I think the first thing is we name our disappointment. Mm. We name that this is not the way I thought it should go. In fact, in the back of the book, I put all these prayers mm. in there that can help give voice to it if people are looking for more. Wow, well, that's good. We'll talk about those prayers as we come back and land this plane with a closing prayer as well. Even if, make, even if, make sure you pick up the book today, Mitchell Lee, even if. We'll come back and we'll land the plane together. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. Everyone knows the old saying, nothing lasts forever. Well, whoever said that obviously never bought a timeshare. Not only do your maintenance fees and assessment fees go on forever, they go up forever. I'm Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group. Over 10 years ago, I was a timeshare salesman. But once I saw the dark side of the business, I quit. 
I started helping folks get out of their timeshares. Since then, we've helped over 30,000 families by getting them out of bad timeshares. If your timeshare agreement goes on forever, if you were told timeshares are a great investment or your maintenance fees will never go up, you have questions, we have the answers. Give us a call. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we'll get you out of your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call Wesley now for your free information kit, 800-839-8484. That's 800-839-8484, 800-839-8484. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a vibrant, live call-in radio show that is insightful, spiritual, witty, and builds bridges across racial, political, and cultural lines while handling real-time topics that are provocative and relevant with Dr. Anderson's unique style of gracism. Broadcasting out of our nation's capital on WAVA 105.1 FM, weekdays from 3 to 4 p.m. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Visit andersonspeaks.com. We so want recovery to be a straight trajectory upwards, but it's really more like spaghetti. This is Focus on the Family Minute with Rosie McKinney. And you're just going round and round and up and down. Um, and it's so important to plan what you're going to do if he does relapse they're not inevitable but they happen and to plan what you're going to do so just like the safety drill on a plane you know if we start to go down we're going to the oxygen masks are going to drop these are things you're going to need so if your husband does have a slip in his acting out behavior um you're going to need probably emotional space maybe physical space you're going to need to call people um, and you're going to need to put things in place so you actually do those boundaries because your fear is going to be off the chart. And you, the person who you need the most in the world is the one who's just hurt you again. More from Rosie at FamilyMinute.org. As a parent, nothing is more important than your child's well-being. So ask your doctor about your baby's growth and physical, emotional, and social development. From baby steps and babbling to building blocks and smiles. Be the champion for your child's health. To learn more, visit vdhchampionchild.com. vdhchampionchild.com. of Grace Community Church in Fulton, Maryland. You can check him out at grace.community. You can also pick up his book, Even If. That's the title, and the subtitle tells you everything you need to know. Trusting God when life disappoints, overwhelms, or just doesn't make sense. Pastor Lee, it's been great having you on the show today. Thanks for hanging out with me. Thank you. What a joy. As you're thinking about uh, sort of some closing thoughts, what would you like to leave with our listeners as we uh, bring the show to a close today, sir? I would love to encourage, if you feel stuck, if you feel forgotten, uh, if you feel abandoned, if you're just, you're just really confused, you're not sure where life is going, I just want to remind you and encourage you that the Lord has not forgotten you. His promise is that he will never leave you nor forsake you. And uh, I wanted to, well, just wanted to, re- I guess, recount a story of a friend of mine who was doing the Lord's work and um, in a very sacrificial way. And, and over one weekend, the, his six-year-old son died. 
mm. weird uh, infection, freak infection divides. And the process of grief and journeying through that, there was a period of time where about a year, two years after, this is what he said to me. He said, the suffering is going to continue. I, ca I, I can't avoid the suffering. I have to choose, will I walk through it with the hope of Christ and his presence with me, or will I walk through it with my own resources and my own lack? And mm. that has never left me. And I just want to encourage you, if you're listening today and you're thinking about that situation, Christ wants to walk with you through it all. And yes, he may not spare you from the furnace, but he will be with you yeah. in it. And he really uh, is an encouragement during that time. He's known as a wonderful counselor. And uh, we need that hug. We need that counseling. We need him to be with us. And I guess the difference, Pastor, is that you can go through it with Christ or you can go through it without Christ. Mm -hmm. And he is a man of sorrows, well acquainted with grief. Mm. Well, we pray that uh, even in the midst of whatever it is you might be going through, you have been encouraged this hour as we've had this conversation to remind you that you can indeed uh, remember the goodness of God and that you can serve him even if things don't turn out the way that you want them to turn out. And we just pray that your hearts would be encouraged. And uh, Pastor Mitchell Lee, thank you once again uh, for hanging out today on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Thank you. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, as we move toward uh, the end of our time together, we pray that uh, your presence would remain with us even beyond the show. We thank you for Pastor Mitchell Lee, for his church, Grace Community Church in Fulton, Maryland. Would you bless him, his family, and his ministry? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Father, help your Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.